Well, again, good morning and welcome to worship. You are one for one in 2018, so good for you. Yeah, one Sunday for one Sunday. Um, as always, uh, you have that red registration pad at the end of your row. If you take that and complete it, pass it on down, especially if you notice uh, we have visitors in our midst um, that encourages uh, them as well. <clears throat> Before you leave the church this morning in the entryway, there are a couple things uh, to look for. If you haven't picked up your offering envelopes for 2018, they are available for you out there in the entryway, as well as new church directories. And I was told this morning there's a sign-up sheet for our homeless meal, which is coming up on the 21st of January. Uh, we will, you have four opportunities this year to participate in that event, either to help prepare the food or to serve the food over at the Family uh, Supportive Housing uh, off of King Road. So please uh, check those opportunities out uh, before you leave today. <clears throat> we do many uh, acts of service and ministry here at Emmanuel. Um, in the month of January, we are highlighting our clothing collection. Uh, we get probably two or three bags of clothes every week here at Emmanuel. Uh, if you do not know, we have a, a receptacle uh, for clothes over on the side of the church by the office area where you can donate uh, gently used clothing uh, at any time, 24-7. That is uh, gathered together and uh, collated and uh, driven over to uh, a place that distributes it to those in need. Uh, Kirk and Debbie Zimmer are the ones who run that ministry. If you have any questions, they're the ones to talk to. Uh, but highlighting our clothing ministry uh, in the month of January. <clears throat> this coming Wednesday, we start up our Wednesday morning Bible study at 10 o'clock in the morning over in the Fellowship Hall. Uh, it is open to anyone. This coming Wednesday, we look at King Josiah, who is one of the greatest Israelite kings. Uh, I invite you to join us. If you enjoy meeting and greeting people, we're going out into the neighborhood on Saturday at 11 o'clock to meet and greet our neighbors. It's always a good time, so if that's something that you'd like to join me in, uh, please let me know. This coming Friday, we have a uh, gathering uh, in memorial for Debbie Espinoza. Debbie was a longtime member of our congregation. She would attend this service and sit right back around there. Um, if you'd like to join us uh, this coming Friday at 1 o'clock, uh, we gather together to celebrate Debbie's life, uh, to say our goodbyes, and to rejoice in the good promises of God for everlasting life. And then next week on the 20th, which is a Saturday, uh, there will be a memorial service held for Paul Brobst at one o'clock in the afternoon. I will mention that again next week. One last announcement uh, to share. Our usher extraordinaire at this service, Clark Canham, had minor back surgery last week. Um, I should say successful minor back surgery uh, regarding a, a disc in his back that was uh, giving him trouble. Um, <clears throat> things went very well. Uh, he's home recovering and should be with us again next Sunday. So this is a, a very good thing for him. We'll remember him in our prayers this morning. 
Are there any other announcements that should be shared uh, with our group as a whole? Well, again, good morning and welcome to worship. I invite you to stand for our call to worship this morning uh, from Psalm 66. <clears throat> the psalmist says, shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Come and see what God has done. Lord God, we thank you for your goodness, your grace, for the opportunity to come here in this place today to hear your word and to rejoice in your presence. We pray that as we begin this new year, that we would recognize your presence, that we would see your fingerprints all over our lives, and that we would rejoice in your abiding presence with us. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Today is the day that the Lord has made. And let's join together. Surely children were made for the streets In Father's world I made to leave Surely this is our how it should be Let your kingdom come Surely were for war, for the broken men to be ignored. Surely this just can't be what you saw. Let your kingdom come here in my heart. Jesus, you're 
may be seated. I invite the children to come forward for the children's message. Good morning, kiddos. Happy New Year. How was your Christmas? You guys get presents? Some of you may remember um, Christmas Eve, I talked about how Jesus was God's present uh, to us and this week, I also want to talk about presents because I love presents. Um, so let me show you something. What is this? Can you see that? Yes, ding, ding, ding. It's calendar. This is my 2017 calendar. This month was October. As you can see, it was very busy. Um, and this is this year. It's empty. I have nothing going on in January. Not yet. I have to fill it in. Um, so I wanted to talk about how this year is also God's gift to us. So before, here in October, I was very busy. I was doing all sorts of things, including things that I didn't want to do. I had a lot of responsibilities and a lot of things happened that I was hoping wouldn't happen. And it was kind of a uh, well, a big mess, actually, just like my calendar looks like. And so I'm extra excited for this year, this new year, because even though it's empty, this is God's gift to us of new opportunities to serve him. So last year, when I was very busy, in October specifically, um, that was just the busiest calendar month. It wasn't just my busiest, like, crazy looking, yeah. Um, so in October, there were times that I was doing things that I didn't want to do. I would have to be a grown-up, and I had to get ready for school, and I had to do all these other things that I didn't want to do. So this year, I'm excited for my blank calendar full of new opportunities so I can serve Jesus because I didn't do a very good job in October. I didn't want to do the things that he wanted me to do. So this year this week specifically, we're going to talk about ways that throughout the year we can serve Jesus. So will you pray with me? Dear God, thank you for this new year. Bless us with new opportunities to serve you and help us to honor you in this new year. Amen. Thank you, Alyssa. 
I invite the congregation to stand as we continue with our prayer of confession and word of forgiveness. The prophet Daniel said, To the Lord our God belong compassion and forgiveness, for we have rebelled against him. We too are sinners and have rebelled against God. Knowing that we have a compassionate God, we can confess our sins with the confident assurance that they fall on the merciful ears of our Heavenly Father. Let us join together in prayer. You have to follow along in your bulletin if you have it. Let us pray. O God, our Heavenly Father, we confess to you that we have rebelled against you. We have not given you first place in our lives, but have chosen many times to be our own masters. Show us our sin, O Lord, and give us the power to repent and to follow you with our whole heart. Remake us into people whose greatest desire is to delight in you and to glorify your name. Have mercy on us and forgive us our sins for Jesus' sake. Amen. We take some moments now to examine our hearts before God. The psalmist declares, as far as the east is from the west, so far has God removed our transgressions from us. Hear this good news, people of God. Trusting in the promise of God, your sins are forgiven in Jesus' name. God will lead you into the future in purity and holiness. Rejoice in God's goodness this day. Amen. Please be seated.
capture my heart with his love because nothing on earth is as beautiful as you if you open my eyes to your waters of you capture my heart with his love because nothing on earth is Finding myself at a loss for words And the funny thing is, it's okay The last thing I need, last thing I need Is to be heard But to hear what you would say A word of God's speech Washing my eyes to see your majesty. Be still and know you're in this place. Please let me stay and rest in your holiness. Word of God, speak. I'm finding myself. In the midst of you, beyond the music, beyond the noise, and all that I need, all that I need is to be. Be still and know that you're in this place. 
finding myself at a loss for words and the funny thing is it's okay it's okay we continue with the prayer of the day the lord be with you let us pray Almighty God, you have filled us with the new light of the Word who became flesh and lived among us. Let the light of our faith shine in all that we do, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We continue with the reading of God's Word for today. Our lecture this morning is Colin Campbell. Our first reading from God's Word, chosen to accompany our gospel text this morning, is from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 49, beginning at verse 5. The reading begins at page 767 of the Red Bibles. In our first lesson for today, the prophet bears witness to God's wonderful calling on our lives to serve him and accomplish his purposes here on earth. Listen now to God's prophet. Isaiah 49, verses 5 through 7. And now the Lord says, He who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him and gather Israel to himself. For I am honored in the eyes of the Lord, and God has been my strength. He says, It is too small a thing for you to be my servant to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I have kept. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. This is what the Lord says, the Redeemer and Holy One of Israel, to him who was despised and abhorred by the nation, to the servant of rulers. Kings will see you and stand up. Princes will see you and bow down. Because of the Lord, who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel has chosen you. Here ends the first reading. Our next reading is from Revelation to St. John, chapter 22. The reading is on page 1304. In this last chapter of the Bible, we receive a glorious heavenly invitation. Revelation 22, verse 17. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come. And let him who hears say, Come. Whoever is thirsty, let him come, and whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. Here ends our second reading. Thank you, Colin. I invite you to stand as you are able for the reading of the gospel for today. The gospel today comes to us from the evangelist John, the first chapter, beginning with the 35th verse, page 1110. <clears throat> the next day John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? 
They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying and spent that day with him. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is, the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which, when translated, is Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said, You believe because I told you. I saw you under the fig tree. You shall see greater things than that. He then added, I tell you the truth. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. Well, dearly beloved of God, grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord. Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, we have turned the calendar over, and with that, uh, we have looked into a new year which is filled with possibilities. Certainly, it's only the turning over of a page, but there is something with the new year that works this, uh, po- the possibilities of, of things new, of changes, and uh, positive change. Uh, last week, uh, if you were here at this service, uh, Caitlin Jensen was with us, and you got to hear Caitlin not only share uh, the Word of God, but speak a little bit about her own journey. Uh, Caitlin has finished her four years of seminary, and then some, and uh, this morning I announced that she was waiting for a call. Uh, the congregation uh, who is considering calling her as pastor, uh, was to vote today. But I will tell you something different than I told the first service, uh, because the first service I said they were going to vote on Caitlin, and when I went into my office after the first service, I got a text from Caitlin that says, I got the call! Exclamation point. So uh, her journey uh, continues on with that good news that she has received today to a small congregation in Karlstad, Minnesota, which is, uh, as I understand, she mentioned to the congregation last Sunday that when she burps, she'll have to excuse herself to the Canadians. She's that close to Canada. So uh, if you know where Grand Forks, North Dakota is, 
to go northeast from there into Minnesota, and uh, that's where she is going to be serving, in the northwestern regions of Minnesota. Uh, she is scheduling her ordination, uh, which will take place here in this sanctuary on the 3rd of February. That's the day before the Super Bowl. So uh, put it on your calendar. Join us for a time of celebration uh, for Caitlin's call to the ordained ministry. Well, Caitlin mentioned to you last Sunday that uh, John, the one that we know uh, most familiarly as John the Baptist, is referred to as something different in this gospel, in the gospel according to John the Evangelist. John is known as the witness more than he is known as the Baptist. He is known as the witness. And we see that in the opening verse of the passage before us today. As John points to Jesus and says, Look, behold, the Lamb of God. He calls Jesus the Lamb of God. He bears witness that that is who Jesus is. Hearing that witness, two of John's own followers turn and leave John and begin to follow Jesus. Behold, the Lamb of God. Now, I would venture to guess that most of you seated in the congregation this morning are not of Jewish heritage. But even though you are not of Jewish heritage, uh, your ears, when you hear that word, those words, Lamb of God, uh, propel you back into Holy Scripture to the book of Exodus. And you remember that there in Exodus, uh, God provided for the people a lamb through which they would be rescued. On the night of Passover, they sacrificed the lamb, placed the blood on the doorposts and the lintel of the home, and the angel of death passed over that home. The people were spared, and this was the major event of Holy Scripture until Jesus came. This rescue that God had given to his people from their bondage to the Egyptians. So when John the evangelist, that John the witness, points to Jesus and says, look, the Lamb of God, every Jewish ear that heard those words was propelled back into Scripture, remembering the rescue that had taken place in that land of Egypt. But we know that the Lamb of God would also rescue again, as this Jesus would make his way to the cross and be sacrificed as the Lamb of God, as the one who would rescue us from our sin. And this very same Lamb of God makes himself known to us right here, right now, here in Saratoga. Perhaps you will discover it to be a personal rescue event this day. Perhaps you will experience from the Lamb of God this morning reconciliation, forgiveness, peace, restoration of integrity, and salvation. Behold, the Lamb of God, declares John, and the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. The witness of John 
moves these disciples to follow and to inquire. As we begin a new year, we have seven words before us this morning. Each of these words is important. We will spend the remainder of this sermon time focusing upon them. Let us pray. Our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you that you are the Word made flesh, that you have revealed to us the face of God. And we pray in this coming year as we journey with you that our eyes might be opened to who you are, to who we are, and to what you have done for us. O Lord, may the words of my mouth this morning serve to glorify you, and they serve to encourage your people, and may your Holy Spirit inspire us to go out as a light to the nations, that we might bear witness and testify to what we have discovered in you, that others might hear and in turn follow. These things we pray in Jesus' name. This piques the interest. Well, it all begins with the witness of John. This piques the interest of the disciples and moves them to follow Jesus. The disciples of John are mentioned to us in our text today. One by name, Andrew. The other is unnamed. They begin to follow Jesus, and Jesus notices them following him and stops and turns and asks them a simple question. Perhaps it's also a question he's asking of you today. What do you want? What do you want? The would-be disciples stop at this question. Certainly they have heard John's witness and have been interested in this Jesus who was just declared to be the Lamb of God. But they stop and begin to contemplate this question of Jesus. What do they want? What is it about him that has piqued their interest? What do they want from him? Well, you have all come to church on this first Sunday of 2018. You've all made the decision to be here in this place. You might ask yourself the question today, what is it that you want from Jesus? What is it that you hope to gain in your faith experience in this year 2018? It's a good question, I think, for us all to consider as we embark on this new year. Many people, and perhaps you are among them, want at some point in their lives to read through this treasure uh, called the Holy Bible. There is a lot here. It is the greatest uh, story of all time. It is also the best-selling book of all time. Some people say, before I die, I want to read cover to cover this book. Maybe that's one of your goals this year, that you want to embark on that journey. Perhaps maybe not finish this year, but give it a good shot and see how far you can get to read through the Bible. Or maybe for you, your desire, what you want in this coming year with respect to your faith, is to have a more consistent time with God, to have a personal devotional time that you spend with God. 
Now, I've talked to some people recently and heard people bear witness that the nighttime is the best time for them uh, to spend this time with God. For others who are morning people, to have, have that time over coffee is the time that serves them best. To spend time in prayer, Bible reading, meditation. I've mentioned to you that in the entryway of the church, we have a couple devotionals that are available for the taking, which can help you in that process to provide a short reading for you each day of the week. We even have one of uh, our neighbors who shows up to the church quarterly to pick up these devotionals. I saw him uh, again just a couple weeks ago as he came and met me out in the front of the church. I just happened to be here and uh, got to have a conversation with him again. Just lives uh, behind the church a ways. Those daily devotionals can help you in your own journey with Jesus. One other resource I would share with you is something that we're using on Thursday mornings uh, when we gather together in a group called Yoke Fellows. It's uh, a book written by Tim and Kathy Keller. Uh, Tim is a uh, Presbyterian minister uh, out in New York, uh, been very successful in his ministry out there. Uh, this book is concerning the Psalms, uh, all 150 Psalms, and it's called The Songs of Jesus. I have one copy left. I mentioned it to early service. Nobody asked me about it, so I still have one copy left. If you are interested, talk to me after service, and I will share it with you. Otherwise, um, I would encourage you all to, to look it up, uh, check it out on Google or Amazon, and that's a good resource. So where is it you would like to be in your faith in 2018? Or in the words of Jesus, what do you want? The disciples respond to the question by saying, Rabbi, where are you staying? They are inquisitive. They want to know where Jesus is hanging out, is abiding, where he's spending his time. Why? Because they want to be there with him. They want to hang out with Jesus. They're moved to inquire. <clears throat> this is their, their hunger for Jesus, their hunger for more. Another good question perhaps to ask ourselves today as we are in the beginnings of a new year is how hungry are we for Jesus? How hungry are we? Do you let, listen to the witness that comes to us this morning? Perhaps this will pique your interest and whet your appetite for more. John, as we have already mentioned, declares that Jesus is the Lamb of God. Andrew, when he finds his brother Peter, will say that they have found the Messiah, the Christ. Philip will find his friend Nathaniel and say, we have found the one that Moses wrote about and also the prophets. We found the prophesied one. Nathaniel, in the passage before us today, addresses Jesus as the Son of God, the King of Israel. All these are statements of witness by those who come into contact with Jesus. Rabbi, where are you staying? Where are you hanging out? Well, where would we expect to find Jesus today? 
Where's Jesus hanging out in our world? Well, that Thursday morning group, that Yoke Fellows group, we meet with Jesus as we gather together in the fireside room beyond those walls. We meet with each other, but we sense the presence of Jesus with us as we gather together around the Word. Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock over in the fellowship hall, we have another group that meets. Uh, we were, our goal was to get through this, this uh, resource called See Through the Scriptures in about 12 weeks. Well, we have spent 12 weeks and we're about a third of the way through. Uh, we are just taking our time, we're making our way through the resource, and we are discovering more and more about God and his love for us. We find that Jesus is hanging out with us. Our church choir is another opportunity that seeks to come together as a body. Uh, Luther said that to sing was to pray twice. Uh, certainly as, as people gather together uh, to prepare to worship God and to help others do so, Jesus is in their midst. When we center ourselves on the word, Jesus makes himself known to us. It often happens in community. Jesus says, in response to those who ask him, where are you staying? Jesus says three more words. He's already asked them, what do you want? And now three more words. He says, come and see. Come and see. Come and check it out. Come and see what you think. Well, I'm preaching to the choir this morning, I know, because you are all here. You have made the decision to come to this place today. But I just would encourage you to make that commitment to come on a regular basis in 2018. Because as I have told you many times before, your presence in this congregation matters. It not only matters to you in your own uh, walk of faith, but when you are here, you enrich the experience of others. Don't ever doubt that. When you are present on a Sunday morning, you enrich the experience of others, including yours truly. When I see you here, I rejoice, and it helps me to worship God. Come. Come and see. Come and. There's that little word and that we can easily pass over, but that word and is filled with anticipation. When you come here to this place, what are you anticipating? Don't just come to put your time clock, time card in there in the clock and, and get it punched, you know, to do your duty, so to speak, but come with anticipation. What are you wanting to get from this service? Come with your eyes wide open, your ears wide open, to learn and to discover what Jesus has for you. Come and, that word filled with anticipation, come and see. Come and see. See Jesus like you've never seen him before. In the verses following from verse 43, we read that Philip found Nathanael. And Philip invited Nathanael in the same words, to come and see. Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? 
uh, Nathaniel says, filled with doubt, and Philip says, come and see. A few chapters later, Jesus will meet a woman at Jacob's well. Having discovered Jesus, she too will say to those in her own neighborhood, come and see. Come and see a man who has told me everything about myself. And here in this passage, there is a serendipity. Do you know that word? It's a word my grandmother taught me uh, years ago. There is a serendipity. There's something surprising and good that happens to you when you discover Jesus. This something surprising and good is that you will come to the same awareness that Nathaniel came to, this man invited by his good friend Philip to come and see Jesus. We read in verses 47 and 48, when Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. And Nathanael asked, how do you know me? How do you know me? This is the surprising thing. When you come to see Jesus, you will discover in him someone who knows you like no other. Even as John's witness moved the disciples to discovery, so your discovery of Jesus will move you to witness, to invite others to come and see. And the gospel will continue to ring out into the new generation. It will be your witness that moves the interested to inquire and, we pray, to follow as disciples. One final closing word in verse 50. Jesus tells Nathanael, you shall see greater things than these. A wonderful promise in this new year as we answer the call of Jesus to come and see. Almighty God, what a wonder you are and what a wonder it is to come to know you and to discover how you know us. We thank you that our relationship with you is always personal, that you have claimed us as your very own. And we pray in this coming year that we would come to the discovery, the awareness, calendar, amazing grace on our behalf. We lift ourselves we lift our calendars up to you this coming year and pray that your will would be done. In your name, amen.
as if God were saying them to us, remember me. In other words, recognize my presence in your life. Recognize my fingerprints all over your calendar in 2018. We continue by confessing our faith using the words of the Nicene Creed this morning. I invite you to stand. <clears throat> we believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit the Lord, the giver of life, 
who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We continue with our prayers. Heavenly Father, we give you praise and thanks for who you are, for being Lord and sovereign over all things. We are so thankful for the privilege of gathering here today to worship you and hear your word. The blessings that you have provided each of us are more than we could even count. Help us to consider each day of life as a great gift, not to be taken lightly or wasted, but to be used to fulfill the purpose that you have designed. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Gracious Lord, we pray for your church and the world. We pray for the ministries here at Emmanuel Lutheran Church, asking that you make your will known and acted upon in this place. Bless the work of Pastor Engfeld and that of all of Emmanuel's leaders, teachers, musicians, and other volunteers. Help us to fulfill your sacred mission by giving us compassion for all your people, a heart for service, courage to act boldly, and the energy to complete the task. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For those in the mission field, we pray for special protection. Provide them with safety and security. Give them special encouragement when they lose heart and comfort them when they feel alone and far from home. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for the men and women that you have placed in positions of leadership in our local, state, and national governments. Please provide them with high levels of discernment and wisdom to use their powers only for the greatest good. Watch over and bless the members of our military, our local law enforcement, and the first responders who willingly put themselves in harm's way to serve and protect us. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Comfort those among us, dear Lord, who are in need of healing, hope, and restoration. Renew the spirit of each person here this morning through your holy presence and the power of your word. We acknowledge that we are weak, but we know that you can provide all the peace and strength that we need. We ask for your special touch today for these particular individuals that Pastor now names. We lift before you your servant, Clark Canham. Thank you for a successful surgery and pray that you would continue to bind him up with your healing power. We pray for Anita Farrell, that you would minister to her as you know how. We pray for the families of those who grieve the loss of loved ones, including the families of Laura Booth, Paul Brobst, and Debbie Espinoza. We celebrate with Rudy and Edna Griffin as they celebrate 62 years of married life together. Bless and keep them in your loving care all of their days. We thank you for your servant Kelly Day as she celebrates her birthday this day. Continue to watch over her, guide her in your ways, and draw her close to yourself. We rejoice with Caitlin Jensen as she has received a call to serve you to the people of Karlstad, Minnesota. Watch over Caitlin with your loving care. Bless her ministry to your glory. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, transform our lives into examples that bring glory to you. Open our eyes to see 
and our ears to hear clearly what is needed, and then bless us with courage to act as your people. We give you praise this day, asking for all these things in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jody. Congregation may be seated. We continue with our offering. pray with me. Loving Lord, we bring before you these gifts and our very lives, and we pray that you would bless them in your grace. Renew our lives and reform your church, that we might be faithful witnesses of your good news in Jesus Christ. Amen. And now here in this place, we remember that in the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Again after supper, he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. We join together in singing our Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive. Those who sin against us, save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever.
dearly beloved of God, this is the Lord's table. Jesus is the host of this meal. All who believe and trust in Jesus uh, are welcome to join in this Holy Communion. This being the first Sunday of the quarter, we invite forward uh, or invite to linger up here after receiving the sacrament. Those who would desire a special prayer of healing for yourself or for someone else, for someone else, please just wait over here and following the distribution, uh, we will offer a special prayer for you individually. Please come at the direction of our ushers this morning and know the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bless you and keep you in his grace now and forever. Amen. I invite you to stand for the close of our service today and receive the blessing for the journey. And now set free by the grace of Jesus and empowered by God's Holy Spirit, let us go forth from this place to serve those for whom Christ died, that God might be glorified in all things. Amen. Our sending song is indescribable.
From the highest of heights to the depths of the sea Creations revealing your majesty From the colors of fall to the fragrance of spring Unique in the song that it sings, all exclaiming, indescribable, uncontainable. You place the stars in the sky and you know them by name. You are amazing, God. All powerful, untamable, us what we Is it going to rain? Stay dry if it rains. Stay safe out there. 